talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. KoreaFM.net. Recently, a Canadian professor at a university in Daegu was thrust into the spotlight after being caught growing marijuana in his apartment. Many Korean language news entities reported the incident, and the story was also covered by Korea's English language media. As has been the case with reports of foreigners being caught with illegal drugs in the past, this recent story has once again ignited discussion over how foreigners and drugs are depicted by Korean media entities. And a blog post written by a prominent expat researcher has drawn increased attention to the issue. My name is uh, Matt Van Valkenburg. I lived in Korea for, I guess, 14 years. And I'm now at the University of Washington in Seattle doing a master's and focusing on the marijuana crackdown on uh, Korean performers in 1975 by Park Chung-hee. And 10 years before I left Korea, and even now presently, I ran a blog called Gusts of Popular Feeling. And so one of the topics that came up uh, often would be the media depictions of foreign teachers as drug users or as people with HIV. The thing that I find interesting, and one of the points in my doing this research on the marijuana crackdown in 1975 is that in 1970, at the request of the U.S. military, uh, Korea made marijuana illegal. They actually weren't that interested in doing that. It was, the U.S. kind of had to pressure them. And before that, I've heard from especially former Peace Corps volunteers who were here in the 1960s and 70s that marijuana was, you know, its use wasn't uncommon, but it wasn't amongst young people. It was considered medicine for old people. So what I think is should be pointed out is that this is only about 40 years old, this uh, very negative attitude toward marijuana. In his blog post, Matt Van Volkenberg cites a February 22nd Korea Herald article titled Canadian Caught in South Korea Growing Marijuana in Apartment and writes that while there is a large focus on the Canadian lecturer, there is only a slight mention that 41 other individuals were also booked by the Busan Police Agency for drug offenses, while also noting that while 11 out of 25 news reports on the story mention the Canadian man in the headline, only seven headlines mention the 41 other offenders, despite that group consisting of a Korean couple accused of consuming meth while engaging in group sex. I was just trying to point out the, just the discrepancy in how these drug crimes are reported and that there is this bias towards if there's an English teacher involved, pointing them out or highlighting them, even if the arrest really isn't that important. You know, obviously the uh, swinging married couple on meth seems like a far more interesting story than a guy growing four pot plants, especially when they said that uh, when you actually read closely, you found that what they seized was seven grams. And so generally, I think foreigners will get a, a, a bit more attention in the media, though it's especially drug crimes by, I would say, people from Western countries are more likely to get noticed in the media. For example, uh, GIs or English teachers. Uh, one example would be in, uh, there were statistics that showed in between 2007 and 2011, I believe, the number of 
English teachers arrested for drugs was uh, 19 times less than the number of Thais arrested. But the media coverage for English teachers was twice as much as that for Thai teachers. So that's, that's quite a discrepancy. The reasons for this, I think in many ways there's, I mean, this doesn't always apply, but there is to some degree, uh, as Robert Kohler noted years ago, um, the, there's kind of a political correctness in that generally people from poor countries, the Korean media doesn't want to criticize too much because it's known that they come from, uh, you know, they're, they're less privileged whereas people from Western countries are far more privileged and there's less hesitation to look at them negatively. To get another perspective, I also spoke with a journalist and researcher based here in Seoul and asked if he agreed with the premise that foreigners are more likely to be singled out for drug crimes by the Korean media. My name is Seon Koo. I have a PhD in Korean studies from Stanford University. Uh, I am currently managing editor of Korea Expose, which is an online magazine that specializes in Korea. I also contribute to the New York Times. I would say that there is this general bias against foreigners as a potential source of criminality in Korea. And this is not just about drug use. It's also about a host of other issues. I think uh, there is this perception that foreigners may be more inclined to commit sexual crimes. Um, because they may be perhaps more pr promiscuous or liberal in their point of view. Uh, you also find that migrant workers in general tend to be kind of seen with a certain amount of suspicion that they may engage in perhaps material crimes like theft or perhaps sexual violence against women. Um, that said, I don't think when it comes to drug use, there is stronger bias against foreigners than you see against Koreans who engage in similar offenses because the media has also taken care to show that drug problem among Koreans is an issue. Uh, they don't just go after foreigners. If you go online and look at news articles about drug offense and arrests in general, you will see many newspapers talking about how this is also a serious problem. I think we need to be a little careful before we accuse uh, the Korean media or authorities of being biased against uh, foreigners. And finally, whether or not you believe that a bias against foreigners exists, Sewon Gu says it's important to understand the different perceptions for drug crimes. Here we really see an interesting contrast between how foreigners view drug crime and Koreans view drug crimes. When foreigners read this news, uh, the thing that really pops out is the fact that the foreigner uh, comes first, even though it's marijuana, which is not thought of as a very hardcore drug. I think, in the developed world. Whereas if you talk about swingers and crystal meth, that really does come across as being more scandalous. But I think there are other cues that we need to read here. Korean media takes particular care to report stories about people who have so high social status engaging in drug use. So let's say doctors or lawyers or professors or uh, government officials. So this story is more likely to lead then let's say something about a middle-aged couple. In this case, the Korean couple is actually unmarried. I believe they're living in a common-law relation. And that actually signals to Korea that this couple is not particularly of high social status. So we need to distinguish that in thinking about why the media chose to lead with the Canadian professor versus the Korean couple. And also the Canadian professor was 
essentially producing his own supply at home. And I think the media has taken great care to report on the the elaborate nature of the equipments that were installed at his home to cultivate the plants. And that also strikes people as something that is being perhaps much more criminal. And we must recognize that in Korea, all drugs are seen as something of a major problem. So that's something else I think we need to also think about. I think it's nice to talk about this particular story as an opening into the way foreigners are perhaps perhaps discriminated against in Korea. But, but perhaps this is not the issue where we should be picking the fight. For KoreaFM.net, I'm Chance Storland.